What's up, guys, and welcome to Paulo's Podcast. If you love long drives, staying up to date on current events, and some good smack talk, you found your people. Join me as my friends and I philosophically bullshit our way through life's most engaging questions. Paulo's Podcast is a 100% authentically recorded podcast with yours truly, Paulo Liachi, while I'm on a drive. Tune in every Friday, and let's start the weekend right together. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I want to thank you guys for all the feedback I got from last week's episode. I knew it would be a hit, but you guys truly loved it. So I thank you for all the feedback you've given me. And I think this episode will be just as big of a hit. So I am here with Jane Manzi. Hello. Jane, welcome. Thank you so much. So Jane is my sister's best friend, one of my sister's best friend friends. So... Um, I am here in Hoboken, New Jersey with Jane, <laughs> the queen of the millennials. So Jane, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell you about myself. So I live in Hoboken. I'm 29. I've lived here for probably like four years. Um, you know, I have a full-time job in the city. I've been working from home for the last three years or so. Um, and I really like to just like have fun. That's really what I like to do. Like people like to ask me about like hobbies and things like that. I don't really have any. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to have fun. <laughs> Jane, so when I had the idea of this episode, I thought, because society fucking hates millennials. Yeah. So I was, so when I thought of this, I was like, I need, I need a successful millennial. And you just, you came to mind, the, the picture perfect millennial. It's just so funny. When you said like successful millennial too, I was thinking to myself, like, what, like, what does that even mean? What like, does that I, mean? Yeah. Like, what I, defines that? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm like, I don't think of myself as like successful, right? right. Like successful might be someone who's like, oh, like a business or right. like a house, which we're sitting in the apartment that I literally rent. Right. right. <laughs> that sometimes has a rat issue. Sometimes. <laughs> Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that was that was an interesting title, I think. Well, like, what do you mean by successful? Well, I think to me, like you are someone that maybe could be looked up to in the millennial community because it's like, okay. what even is well, a millennial? I know. <laughs> I just called you Madonna before we started this. <laughs> what what even is a millennial? Like Jane, do you want to start us off with that? Could you define a millennial for us in your words? If I'm being totally honest, I don't even know like what the age group of millennials is. I right. think I'm like an older millennial, but I don't really know. So you're actually a younger millennial. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. So according to the New York Times, a millennial is anyone born between the years of 1981 to 1996. Okay, so I'm like right on the tail end of it. Right. So you're a younger millennial and to me, the definition of a millennial, because like I said, you're my sister's friend. Yeah. So growing up, I had I my sister who is 11 years older than me. She's 29 too. Right. So to me, it's you guys. And that sounds stupid to say you guys, but it's just anyone who is that 11 years older than me. And growing up, I just always envied you guys. And I right. wanted to get to your age. And I remember I just couldn't wait to... Be Olivia's age. Yeah. I do forget that you, you're like significantly younger. Yeah. So you're 11 years younger. So you're 18 now. Yeah. And it's funny to think about. So I have a sister that's 15. And so we have a pretty large age right. gap between us too. But between even you and her is a pretty significant age gap. And like the world that I was in when I was 18 is absolutely nothing like the world that you're in right now. Right. Like, I, of course, I spend every night sitting in my bed, like, scrolling through TikTok, you know what I right. mean? And I feel like I would rather die than, like, 
live in a high school where <laughs> kids are constantly like filming everything where you guys like ask each other like who's the hottest person in the school and then you just go up to that person oh my god I would, I would be so mortified like so being i guess a millennial and being on the tail end of that like we just missed your right. kind of internet generation right. but we were also kind of raised on the internet right, right? so i think you always, you said this too when we were talking before this that like society like hates millennials or like it's just kind of a common theme and it's funny that you say that because i feel like i'm kind of deaf to that like mm-hmm. i don't think about right that. right it's not something i like really care about but i think it's like as you described it too like that millennials are like the older siblings to gen z yeah like kind of relationship there um i guess it makes sense like why you feel like you are more in tune with like what everyone's perception of like uh, like your sister and myself and like right. everyone within our kind of generation right of is. course so you said well it's funny because you just said i don't i don't know or i don't care and that's <laughs> that's what the new york times defines you guys as the new york times i looked at an article and they call you guys the lazy narcissistic generation nice. so i think you just define that pretty well for us no <laughs> Lazy and narcissistic. I'd like to know who like wrote that article. Yeah. What age are they? Yeah. Right. Right. Because it would probably be someone that's my parents' age. Right. Thinks I'm lazy and narcissistic. But I, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think so either. I think that like our parents in their generation, they were getting married so young. They were having kids so young. My mom had her first kid when she was 22. Okay. What year was she born? 1963. Right. So she, yeah, so she was having kids so much younger. She got married much younger. I am like nowhere even in the mindset to be like that. And I'm seven years older than she was at that point. Right. So it's just a wholly, completely different life. And like, I think it'll be completely different for you when you're 29 too. Totally. And we're going to get into marriage and dating later. Mm. So I wanted to start, you, you went into growing up. So Yes, growing up for us, we had social media and stuff, but you guys were growing up in a time of like, you know, 9-11 had just happened. Sure. And the, that 2008 recession everybody <laughs> loves to bring up. I, I, I don't even, did I don't that know even affect that. you? No. Yeah, I want to, <laughs> like, so what was it? So people love to emphasize, like, you guys went through 9-11 and this recession, but did it even affect you or your friends that you could even think of? So, like, honestly, living through it, no. Like, I can't think of, like, a single memory of how, um, like, a recession in 2008. Like, how old was I even? Maybe I was I was a freshman in high school. Right. My parents had very obscure jobs. Like, my dad races horses. That's what he's done okay. his whole life. So, you know, there's cool. always going to be horses uh-huh. around for him to uh-huh. race and, like, money for him to win. My mom was always a realtor, but she was, like, on and off working because my dad was pretty successful. Okay. So, like, to me, it's, it was never anything that seemed like off uh-huh. and it's never anything that maybe like if I really took a deep look into it with a therapist I could maybe <laughs> find somewhere that they like correlates with some like childhood trauma that right, I have right. but like it's not something that I like generally think about or I think shapes my life and like I I'm fortunate enough to not have know anyone that died or was really impacted by 9-11 um, that close. I was also in third grade. Right. So I, I see that argument a lot, too, on, like, TikTok and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're wondering why we're so cynical and things like that. But, yeah, like, right. I, I'm, I don't relate to that at all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't think about it. It's kind of just not something that directly ever impacted me. Like I said, I could go into a deep dive with a therapist. Yeah, Maybe I'll get back so. to you in a few years. Okay, so we're gonna have we're having a partner. Where is Jane now? Where is she now? She's Where is thirty-five Jane years old. Speaking of just Jane, Jane and I were sitting here saying how I did not know Jane's last name, and oh. I've known I've known her for like a pretty good amount of time. Yes, and Jane and I both agree we have 
Well, me especially. I'm Paulo. Yeah. So it's like, that's a name in itself. No one really knows my last name. Right. So people are like, Paulo, you're like Madonna. Right. And I mean, like you said, blow my head up. But yeah, I literally just texted your sister. I was like, Paulo, call me Madonna. But Jane's like <laughs> Madonna too. I don't know Jane's last name. And she's just Jane. Yeah. And it's funny because I was, I was telling you this too, that like, I was just having this conversation with some of my friends this past weekend too, because that's also another part of like growing up on the internet is you know, when you first start tweeting, when we were in, like, right. little, like, like, high school or when uh, Instagram came out, I was in college, you know? Mm. You don't think that things are on the internet forever, right. you know? So, like, my first name, my middle name, my last name, it was everywhere. And then just something finally, like, clicked. I was like, this I don't is think... not right. Yeah, I don't think I need to have my, like, government name on right. the internet at all times. So, now, like, as I've grown up, right, like, you never... No one knows my last name. Right. No one knows really anything besides Jane. And right, right I'm... Madonna, bitch. <laughs> You're Madonna, bitch. This is Jane. So you said it's funny you brought up Twitter because I was just talking about today how I think Twitter's done. Yeah. I think Twitter's dead. Mm-hmm. Do you, as someone who grew up with Twitter, what do you think? I think it's the same way that someone your age would say Facebook's dead, right? Right. We still use Facebook all the time. Right. You know, like I have friends that upload their pictures all the time in different albums for like every season, every event. Whatever that's insane. Is, that's, like, I'm sitting here, my mind is you don't, blown. You don't do, that. do you even have a Facebook? I have a Facebook account. I don't know how to use it. Yeah, right. That's so funny. And so, like, I could see why Twitter is in the same kind of realm for you. Maybe because, like, not a lot of my friends use Twitter. I have Twitter where I just kind of look for certain topics right. and things like that. But, sure, I guess it could be dead. And I could see why you would think that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Twitter, what else was popular growing up for you? MySpace? Yeah, MySpace. But that was, like... In what I was in middle school, maybe elementary school. I don't even remember. I just remember my mom. Like I had to be hidden from her at all <laughs> costs. Well, because she. I mean, obviously, she was a little bit smarter than me. You know, no one really knew what was going right. on on the internet. Right. Nobody really understood it. We were going in like AOL chat rooms when we were <laughs> in elementary school, like talking to literal child predators. Like, right. To catch a predator was a real thing <laughs> that my mom was like dead set that I was going to be on one day. <laughs> So Not an, as the predator. As the, as the predator. <laughs> so an AOL chat room for if you're listening at home and you're like Jane is a is an artifact. Story. What is that? <laughs> or you're an artifact sitting at home? No, I'm, I'm kidding. To my grandma's watching this. But what is an AOL chat room? Oh my god, AOL was like the first kind of instant messaging platform. Okay. It was really just. Like, you had different kinds of chat rooms where you could talk to people, like, your friends or people, like, all over the world in different, like, topics that they would have set to them, and that's what you would be talking about. Um, It was an interesting time. Very, very interesting. But, I mean, that evolved into AIM, where you had each other's screen names, and you're, like, buddy lists, and you have your away messages. That's Uh, so funny. Like, growing up for us, we had, like, Kick. Oh, my God. Kick. I don't don't even know if I've ever even used that. Yeah, we had Kick, and then Kick evolved to, like, Omegle. But that was a little worse. Oh, we did that, too. That's different. Yeah, but that was a little worse, because then that was FaceTiming. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had like oh, like the um, chat roulette. That was what yeah, I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yes. I, I don't know what that is. But you don't know I can, what chat roulette is? No, but like I could assume what it oh is. Oh my God. So it, it's like basically you just put yourself, it, me and my friends would do this on like a Friday night when we were just maybe freshmen in high school or even like eighth grade, even worse. And basically what it would do is just kind of roulette you to anyone around the world in oh, a, no. a FaceTime. Yeah. So you would just like chat with people around the world, but like old men would be on their journey. <laughs> That's horrible. I know. But that's exactly what Omega was. Yeah, So right. it's like things don't change. Right, exactly. Oh my God, that's horrible. Yeah. So going back, you said, so Instagram was college. So yeah. what was college for you people? 
it was <laughs> it was taking a digital camera to house parties that you got to via a cab that you had to schedule ahead of time. Right. Um, we used to buy our cab driver Jack beer every year for Christmas <laughs> because, like, what else are you supposed to do? And you know, you'd have to rely on everyone else to kind of carpool. People were like, honestly, like drinking and driving all the time yeah. because we had no other way to get yeah. places. And you would bring your you pile everyone in your car. You'd have your digital camera and you would be taking pictures with your digital camera all night, like with the tan filter on that like specific Canon camera. I can remember it so vividly. And then everyone would upload those to Facebook and you'd all be like waiting for your tag just to go through that's, them. That's amazing. Yeah. But and it's also horrifying. Do you know what's so funny? I do like a version of that right now on mm. Instagram. Like I have an app. I'm sure you've heard of it. Dispo. Yes. Yeah. And like you can't see the pictures until the next day. Right. So I wait until I have like a big group of them and then I upload them all to like one private Instagram. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's then, like, amazing. Yeah. So I do a version of that. I that, like to think it's the new Facebook album. That's amazing. Well, it's so funny because I remember... Having my mom's phone and waiting for Olivia after like a semi, yeah, like a, a like a you know sorority semi to upload her pictures, yeah, and I would go through immediately. Yes, and I would be like, "Mom, look at Olivia's school." So, where did you go to college? Ryder University. It's in um, Lawrenceville. Okay, and what did you what did you study? Um, I graduated with a de- degree in political science. I had initially thought that I wanted to go to law school, but then I realized like I I fucking hate school. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jane fucking in school. Yeah. So I didn't want to sit through that anymore. So I just kind of went home, started working at the, well, I was working at the Cheesecake Factory at college. Mm -hmm. I got transferred to the one at home, found a job in the city and just like started working from there. Okay. So what do you do now? So now I work for, I do sales for Indeed.com. So a lot of people think that when I say that, that like, I'm like, can get you a job. Like I'm, (laughs) which is not the case. I'm just kind of like doing tech sales for Indeed, but I like it there. It's, um, I've been working from home for the last three years, just virtually via zoom all that okay. good stuff so so the question I, I think that anyone over the age of 50 would ask you or even my age do you hate your job no and i can like honestly say that i usually like switch jobs every year and a half to maybe two that years. is so hysterical that's literally testifying to what yeah. all these articles are saying yeah. about you guys and because i just get bored and so I, is that the re- i was gonna say what's the reason yeah this is happening? i just get bored and i think i'm at like my previous jobs the one that i'm at now were one was um a startup in the city that kind of just fell through and never really okay. found its way to success and then after that, I went to another sales job that was in Hamilton, New Jersey, and it was just boring. Like, right. I was bored every day, and I didn't like being there. I just I didn't have, like, friends there. Right. I don't really like making friends at work as it is anyway, but then my job that I have now just kind of, like, fell in my lap. And it okay. just it's easier to be around people that are, like, my age um, in, like, a much larger company. Right, of course. Yeah. So do you think this... Do you think this like boredom of these jobs and you're switching around every year, every year and a half, does it come from any like instant gratification the internet gave you growing up? That's such a good question because I don't, I want to say no because my like severe ADHD <laughs> and um, like obsession with instant gratification, that's only been like progressively worse throughout okay. time. You know what I okay. mean? So it's the point where I was switching jobs constantly. It was a different time. Like I was just, okay. I was literally just bored and I couldn't find anything that like excited me. Right. Right. Okay. So what, what Jane actually needs is a Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean it's just like a constant stream of TikToks going in front right, of my face. Right, right. You got that's so that's what all these articles I was looking at say. Like you guys just always feel a need to be sort of they worded it as entertained. Um, 
entertained. I guess so. I, 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 you know what? I could like relate that to my own life and what I am constantly doing, right? Like I work my nine to five. I sit at home. I have some like errands or like I like to go for a walk. Sometimes right. I'll like go get dinner with someone after work. But like I, I like to be constantly entertained. Right. I feel like I'm constantly entertaining people, you know, right. like I like to go out, I like to go new places. I like to, you know, just like stay up all night with my friends or right. like go figure out a new restaurant that we really like or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So I guess maybe, but I thought that was just a me thing. Right. <laughs> Are you psychoanalyzing well, well, <laughs> me right now? <laughs> well, I, I agree with you to some extent. I feel the same way. Yeah. And I think it really is sort of, you could call it like a quote older generation thing to look at it that way. Yeah. Because I think even me, you know, I'm 18 and I'm in college, but I love I love to just constantly be busy. And not to say older generations don't like to be busy, but they were, you know, of course, older generations are raised by even older generations. So there's that constant just, you know, uh, status quo that yeah. you stick to. And I don't know where it happened, but maybe it was the internet. I don't know if it was, anyway. you know, the generation before you, but it was that shift. Yeah. And it's no more status quo. Yeah, well, I think that there was a constant stream of misery between yeah. our, like, grandparents into our parents, okay. and, like, maybe even before that, and I think about this a lot, that we are, like, my generation and your generation are a lot more, um, like, emotionally intelligent and, like, mm-hmm. empathetic that way, mm-hmm. so we care, like, I always say this, because um, I, I catch a lot of grief sometimes from people that are just like, you, like, how are you always going, like, you're going out, and you're like, right. you're doing a new thing, like, whatever, this and that, but, like, what is the point of, like, living or just, like, working myself to the bone every single day if, like, not to just, like, have fun? Right. You know? This is the only life, at least I think, that I'm going to right, live. Right, right. And, like, I could die tomorrow. Like, why wouldn't I just go have as much fun as I possibly could? I totally And, like, agree. meet as many people as I could and just have the best time ever. I agree. Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't say you're saving for a retirement fund. <laughs> I have a 401k. Okay, look at that. Yeah. So, that was something I was going to get into. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go fist fight the New York Times, but, yeah. you know, all these articles, like, they have here, you guys don't care about retirement. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't, but I think a lot of people are also kind of still living paycheck to paycheck. Like, in where I stand today, I have some friends that are making tons more than me. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that are making just as much as me, and I have some friends that are making, you know, half as much as I right. make. And every single one of those people, you would find in, like, a different... Um, like living situation or like their priorities are all different. Someone who's making double what I'm making is still prioritizing, like just doing nothing and saving as much as they can. While someone who maybe is making half of what I make, they could be still saving, but they're still trying to, you know, live within their means, you know? Right. So it's, it's, it's really depends on the person that you're talking to. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it has here 1981 to 1996. That's a big age difference. So I think that you're all at different stages in your life. Yeah. And I think I have a lot of friends that are all in like that different span right there. I was trying to think about that when you had said that earlier. Like, do I have friends that were born in 1981? Because that would make them what? Like 41 today? Well, I'm very bad at math, but it would make them... Yes, I want to say 41, 41, 42. 41, yeah. yeah. Which I, I have a few friends that are like right at that age. But then I have some friends that are... Literally just turning, you know, 22, 23. Right. So, and they're, they, that would be Gen Z though, no? Well, that that's where it gets like on the cusp of yeah. things and people are like, <laughs> what am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a crisis. But totally. But I think, I think for your age group of 29, almost 30, I think you're definitely, I think there's two different sections 
what I'm finding in talking to you. I think yeah. there's two different sections of millennials. Uh huh. It should be like millennial one and millennial two. Okay. Like I think that you're definitely a lot more, and your age group is a lot more like me. With that being said, you guys are defined as middle aged. I'm middle aged. That's what they. That's what the. That's what the society is <laughs> explaining you as. What does that make you feel? I mean, does that mean that I'm going to die when I'm 60? I have no idea, but you're middle-aged. Like <laughs> I don't feel like I'm middle-aged. I, I don't in think fact, so. I, I feel like I'm constantly toting the line of, am I acting age-appropriate? Okay. You know? <laughs> like, sometimes I'll, like, buy clothes that, like, I really like, um, that I saw someone, like, much younger than me wear. And when I say much younger, I mean, like, maybe 21, 22 right. years old. And I'm like, am I am I too old for this? Right. Like, should I just, like, relax right. a little bit, you know? I need to get off Sheen. Yeah. Is that same. how you feel? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, middle-aged, is there, do you feel like when you hear that, do you feel pressure in the whole aspect of getting married and having kids or just dating in general. What what even is the dating scene for you guys? Yeah. So I think this is another thing too that is so unique to my generation and it might be just the norm for yours. Um, like dating apps, I don't think became a thing until after I really graduated college. Okay. And I've never liked them. I have a very strong opinion on okay. them. I've never been on them and I never plan to ever be on them. I think they're very disingenuous but i think that a lot of people um really rely on them right now totally so i'm not like a big dater because i don't feel the pressure to be like married and have kids right now i'm very much a kind of like go with the flow person to a fault so you know if it happens it happens but i can speak from like my experience with my other friends that are, you know, like very just like gung ho, need to find a man, need to get married, yeah, need totally. to start a family, um, people that like going on lots of dates, they like meeting these random guys from these apps mm-hmm. and like hanging out with them and hooking up with them or whatever the case right. is. But um, uh, that's not my experience at all. And I think that that for someone like me, it makes my dating experience more difficult because I'm not willing totally. to move with like the app movement. You know totally. what I mean? Because I think that's what a lot of people expect. Yeah. And it's so funny because you said, you know, and maybe it's just maturity, but age 12, you had no issue being on these random chat rooms. But now, you, <laughs> now, now is when you draw the line with random men on the internet. <laughs> so That is so true. And you want to know something even funnier? You're going to laugh so hard. My, my first like very serious boyfriend, uh-huh. I dated him for a very long time, like through college. I met him because um, he messaged me on Facebook. Okay. Like he, <laughs> I went to Coltsnack High School. He went to a free old township high school. And like his best friend was dating one of my best friends. Okay. And I would just like see him like commenting. I used to get notifications if someone like commented after you on something. Oh, uh, okay. So it was a lot so, like Instagram. Yes. But like, it would be like, uh, this guy commented on this and I could like see a feed of what he did oh, okay, okay. and I could click on it and then comment under him. And okay. then he got a notification. I did it all on purpose. <laughs> and he like saw my profile. It was like divine intervention <laughs> and, um, like messaged me on Facebook and like that's how I met him and I dated him for a very long time. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the internet, what's the very reason? <laughs> yeah. And but so now fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Jane is actually downloading, downloading Tinder as we speak. Oh my God. I thought like that would not be the one to download. No. Well, what do you think? I wanted to get into that. Yeah. You, you're not on the dating scene. No. What, for your friends who are, what, what are, what is an app? You're like, you know what? That's okay. First of all, none. Uh, let me just okay. start with that. But I think that like each of them have a different I don't even know what the word would be, like mood to them. I, I, I guess so. I know that my 
age group at least. I don't want to say the word generation because like you guys, that yeah. could, my generation could be an eight-year-old yeah. at home. Oh my God. So I know. <laughs> the predator as yeah. we talked about <laughs> earlier. So do you... We don't know much about like we we use Tinder. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna oh, do really? it, we use Tinder. Yeah, do I have a Tinder? No, but yeah. that's the thing. So like I I don't know. Give me insight to the dating app. Yeah, so I think that Tinder was like the first thing that came out, and that's what everybody was pretty much using when I was post college. Okay, everyone was trying to meet someone, um, and then like after that came Bumble, which I think that's like where the girl um, reaches out first. Okay, and I think that most of my friends use Hinge. And okay. I don't, I don't know why, but that seems to be the one that like is just the most popular. Right. I think maybe, um, oh, because there's prompts on it. So I think that might make it a little bit easier, but like, I don't know, is Tinder like that? I, I have no idea. I don't really use it, but I do know you just said there's prompts. Like yeah. la- last night I was sitting in bed with Liv. That's my yeah. sister. <laughs> and she Oh my was, God. She can't stop with it. And, and, and she's going through the hinge and yeah. it's just like, I'm hearing random men go, I like cups of coffee because oh they God, can I put their it. voice. I know. I think she that's horrible. Want, I think yeah. Horrible I think that's too. horrible. See, like, I think these these types of Not apps, to put you on blast, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to listen to this and she's like, I fucking hate that. Right. Um, I think that the problem with the apps and, like, one of the primary reasons I don't really like them is because it gives these people such an inflated sense of ego. Like, totally. Th- she'll send me screen recordings or not even just her, really anyone, of these guys that are, like, they think their voice is just the sexiest thing that's right. ever graced the earth. They and think they're, they're Madonna. They Yeah, and they're not. They're just You're not. Me. Okay. <laughs> and... They'll just, like, be sending these, like, really, like, sexual, like, voice notes totally. and, like, trying to, like, really portray themselves in a certain way. And it's just unnatural. Like, that's my real primary thing with it. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, the last person I dated, I literally met him in Green Rock. You know? Okay. Like, it was just... Okay, that, Hoboken Bar, yeah. local bar. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, if you don't know about a good for you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, stay away. Uh, but, and, like, to me, that just always seemed, like, more natural. You know totally. what I mean? Like, because I... I guess I met someone in a more natural state. They weren't trying to be the best version of themselves at that exact moment, which I think is just like what these apps present. And then like you meet someone in person, they're not who you thought they were because you already like created this version of them. Yeah. In their head. And it just, it ends up feeling, I mean, like some people get married from it, right? Yeah. And that's the funny part. Like some people really do find like a soulmate on there. I just don't think that's true. I just don't think that it's their soulmate. Okay. Well, I love the perspective. Yeah. But so I do think with your generation totally, I think this sort of, because you said like Tinder is just kind of like, or you didn't say this, but it's like the idea I know we're both thinking. It's just kind of like something quick. Like if you're trying to hook up with someone, you're going on Tinder. That's what I think. And I think it totally started with your age group. Maybe not, maybe generation or maybe age group, but this whole like, just like quick sex, like craze sort of situation. Could you define it for me? I can't think of a straight on definition for it it's just like hookup culture yeah that's all that hookup it is. culture yeah. thank you yes yeah that's what i was getting and at. that's that's what happens a lot now which like i'm also like not interested in you know what i mean right. so like i find myself in this weird kind of limbo of like i don't really care to be going on dates with people that i'm forced to meet via an app and like it just seems really unnatural mm-hmm. but i'm also like not trying to sleep with every single guy that i meet right. like i'm kind of just like hoping for something in the middle like in the middle that is it just doesn't seem like it would be something that would happen right now because right. it's really just two ends of the spectrum that are really at the highest i right don't now. think we'll ever move out of this hookup culture oh my god don't say that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like i don't think so do you do you agree though that you're probably generation is like the founders of this hookup culture. hundred percent. Well, at least to make it more like acceptable totally. than it ever yes, was before. That's true. Totally. Like I think previously like with our parents and that's why they were married so early and having kids so early, right. you know, because that was 
what was acceptable. And now we've sort of made hookup culture just more acceptable. Right. And like, it kind of just relates back to that instant gratification, right? You can meet someone on your phone and go on a date with them tonight and go sleep with them same night and never have to talk to them again. Totally. Talk to a new girl tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like it's totally, it's all, it's all kind of connected. Yeah. So you find yourself stuck. Yeah. Because I was going to get into that. Where do you find yourself? Where are you right now? I mean, I'm not like unhappy and I'm not, I don't feel pressured to move one way or the other. Right. Like I feel like, I don't know, something, things always work out. Right, me, you know? right, like, right. It's, it's embarrassing, but things <laughs> always work out. So I'm not, I'm really not worried. <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting with Madonna, if you didn't know. <laughs> Jane is fine in life. If you're at home worried about Jane, don't be. Yeah, don't be. Don't be. That is that is not what you should be. So I really do, and you mentioned this before, I think of you guys as the older siblings of the world. Right. And I think all of you, no matter age, I think as a whole generation, you're the older siblings of the world. And to me, you're just like forever young. And I think that growing up, it was definitely, if you're my age these millennials were either your older sibling or your older cousin. Yeah. You know, so we looked up to you guys and it seems like you guys have like really fucked up in some, in some oh ways. God. So it's like, should, do you think we should be looking up to you guys? Do you think there's a positive that came out of you guys? I mean, what, what could we, what would my generation, I guess, have fucked up? Yeah, well, it's fine because if I were to sit here and think, I would say, you know what? Nothing. You guys are you guys are amazing. <laughs> yeah, you guys I mean, are amazing. You're amazing, Jane. <laughs> but I think that, you know, if you're not my age or if you don't know what a millennial is and you don't care, you really <laughs> would feel that like you guys screwed things up. Like pe society loves to tell you guys what's going on with you. Yeah, that's true. If you looked up the word millennial, you would find up you would find a hundred articles. Mm -hmm. And you would find a million people that hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> God. Do you think of an it's a roller coaster of emotions? <laughs> she needs therapy after this. I really do. And a Prozac, so we need both. Do you think there is a reason for this? Do you think is is society as a whole just jealous of you guys? I'm the wrong person to ask because I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting with a narcissist. Well, I mean, like just wanting to like have fun all the time. I always say this too: like I'll have fun for the rest of my life. I'll uh -huh. be like married to someone that's gonna have fun with me for right. the rest of my life. I, I don't see myself being one of those people that like gets married and then like suddenly it's just like straight like mother that just like only has children. Like you know what I mean? Like right. I don't have friends and I don't have a life. Like you I don't have, have any other interests. Yeah. Right. Like I'll I'll be interested in everything for the rest of my life because, mm -hmm. like I said before, like what's the point if not? Yeah. So, I agree I don't know. with that. I don't know. Maybe maybe that is fucked up. <laughs> maybe you know what? I think I think you're just de like uh, defining everything people think you guys yeah. are. <laughs> well, it's just not working out. Though. I don't want it to. <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna end here now. <laughs> well, I think that's true, and I think it's a way to look at it because you know what? I think the answer is to the people sitting at home are like, you know, these these effing millennials. You guys don't care. Yeah. I I, I don't think you're the only one. Yeah. You guys don't care. You are who you are. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. Who you are, you know? I think I think it just is a new age that people don't understand. Yeah. Well, and I also, like I said earlier, I think from your perspective, like, it's just easy to get embarrassed by something that person above you or older than you does. Right. Right? So, like, I think as it pertains to, like, I always see TikToks, like, stop using boomerangs on Instagram. So, like, <laughs> yeah. why? Like, I love my boomerangs. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm never going to stop. And it's like, and, like, because we are the ones who kind of paved the way for 
this internet culture and uh-huh. like just like being chronically online and we kind of just we are the ones leading the path but like at some point you guys are moving to the side and like finding out new things that we just simply don't notice or right. aren't paying attention to new trends whatever it is and then you feel embarrassed that like we haven't kept up on the same train with you guys right so and, and that's like, when we want to get yeah, away from like, you guys Ew, like so like cringy gross. you guys yeah. are cringy yeah and that's so funny because even i find with my sister like she'll do something on Instagram, and I'll swipe up, and I'll be like, "This is just not it. Oh you God. need to delete this." And she's like, "Kill yourself." <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, like, "That's yeah. not true." Oh, but and I think you just really proved that. So that's that's what it is. Um, you don't like it? Screw you. Exactly. And you don't have to obey those above you. I think that's really like the motto of your generation. Yeah, I think it's the motto of my life. Yeah, and me, the motto of specifically Madonna's <laughs> life. Yeah. So Madonna did say she liked to have fun. Before this, and one of my favorite things about Jane is her espresso martini rating Instagram. Oh my god, yes. This is so Give funny. us an insight into the life of you and your espresso martini. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny? So, like, I, I don't drink coffee. I don't have caffeine because it gives me, like, severe anxiety. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I absolutely love espresso martinis. And it started because I was just, like, having so many different ones at different places realized that they all like tasted really different like my uh-huh. friends would just send me reviews because it just turned into a thing and i had like just a notes app on my phone of just everyone's reviews and all that stuff and then we just turned it into an instagram that's amazing and so i have like a hundred followers i'm pretty <laughs> famous if you so want to follow her jane what's the app oh it's espresso teeny ratings okay yeah you heard it here yeah that's it i'm gonna be you know famous one day <laughs> uh but yeah it's, it's so fun because i feel like anytime anyone goes out like the first thought is to send me a picture and like send me a rating sometimes my friends will just send me a picture and i'm like i need a rating like, right you gotta right give me something here that's <laughs> like, so funny i don't just want the picture but it's funny a lot of people think it's really funny too so and if, you're, if you're ever having one just send Shoot me it Jane a text. yeah and you're and you're rating and you're rating so is that the only thing you like to do in your free time i know that's my favorite thing i didn't know if you had anything you wanted to share with us yeah well that's what i was saying in the beginning too like i always think of myself like and when you said like successful millennial this is exactly where my head went like Am I successful? Like, right. I don't really have hobbies. I grew up riding horses. That, well, that's really cool girl. to some people. Yeah, uh, I was, I'm not athletic by any means. Okay, but were you a horse girl or were you an equestrian? Ah, <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. You fine line, to, yeah. fine line. <laughs> you would have to ask my friends. But, you know, I mean, like, my mom grew up riding horses. My dad raced, raced horses. Mm. And I was, like, competitively showing them for a while. But, uh, but yeah, I guess I, I could have been a horse girl. I think I was definitely, like, the horse girl. I grew out of it, like, when I got to high school because it was a very expensive sport that was right. just not it being is. kept totally. up with. Um, but, like, I mean, like, I haven't ridden a horse in God knows how many years. I mean, like, I really like to just go out and, like, try new things. And I'm definitely a creature of habit sometimes. Okay. But I like to just... I always say this too, like, I like to just connect and, like, meet new people in, like, different scenarios. And, like, if that's a weird way to say, like, that's what I like to do in my free time, Uh I mean, I understand that. But that's what I like to do. I like to go do, try new things, like, go out and, like, socialize and, like, just be around new people. I think that's really all I like to do. That's great. Isn't that beautiful? That is. That's beautiful. It's poetic, even. That's poetic. Yeah. And that's how we're going to leave you guys. Wow, that's that's nice. So go find yourself like Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jane, thank you for joining me. And I hope you guys loved this week's episode. I had a great time. And as you heard, I had many laughs. And I hope you did, too. And I hope, as always, you guys will join me back here next week. If you don't follow the Insta, it's (laughs) at (laughs) podcast. On Twitter, at Paul's Podcast. 
And join me back here next week for another great episode of Paulo's podcast. <laughs>